0: Two, one. Return to the Mac. You know what it is, what it isn't. I think that's how it goes. What's up, everyone? It's Coach Mike here. Welcome to episode thirteen of Sub Ten. Firstly, let me start with a little apology to you all. I was bringing out my bonus episode to talk about my training and ideas. However, my computer, which is old, needs to be upgraded. Decided it didn't have enough memory to capture the entire episode. So when I went to edit it a week later. There was no nothing after three minutes. So it only saved three minutes of the episode, so I couldn't drop that. So, unfortunately, I didn't have time to make a new episode. But I'm here back today, and I've got a banger for you all. So, hopefully, you can forgive me after today when I enlighten you with some new cool information and ideas. So, let's get into it. Today's episode. You may have heard about visualizations, but have you heard about verbalizations? So this is something I'm super interested in at the moment. I'm trialing with a few of my athletes and then also on a career pathway, I'm, I'm trying this with our coaching team as well. And it's a, the idea is that verbalizing what we want to achieve and what we believe in an open forum or context is super important for us to instill confidence in ourselves and to then actually then go obtain the goal that we want to achieve. Like for instance... I'm one of the best athletic performance coaches in this country. I sit here looking at you in the camera, telling you, believing that in myself, and hopefully then instilling to you that you'll believe what I'm telling you is true. Whether it is or isn't at this moment is up for debate, but it's something that I will achieve by the end of my career. And I think it's important that when you have a dream or a goal that's massive, that you do openly communicate that out there. And Whether you want to believe it or not at that time, it's about getting more confident and comfortable with speaking to yourself in the terms and the realms of others at that level. But where does this stem from? So you would see in many sporting situations when an athlete dominates in an opportunistic way of of showcasing their skill set, whether that be an explosive, powerful movement, um, speed, strength... Too much skill that's unattainable to be stopped by the opposition. And then you'll see them verbalize out loud some sort of framework that sort of suggests to the other people and the people watching that they are who they say they are. So, for instance, in basketball, we see it all the time in every match. Poster dunks, the verbalization of I'm too big, too strong. You're too small. Um crossovers, so when they cross people up and they cut them to the floor and then they stare down, look at them and then taking the shot and then people actually then saying I'm the best, I'm the best. Another prime example was Rose Naman Yunus when she fought Zhang Li for the title. She came out and was saying I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. On her walk out to the octagon and then in the octagon she was saying it to herself and you could see the belief in her eyes. She then goes into that fight And within, I think it was 30 seconds, she lands a head kick KO, amazing shot, and wins the World Championship UFC title. So a lot of times when we see athletes who portray themselves and make out that they are greater than everyone else, a lot of people attach the idea of ego or arrogant. But what we can learn from this is that verbalizations and telling yourself these things and then believing it and actioning it is massive for for our development and self-development and self-growth as individuals. And it's something I've been doing to m- myself over the last six months. Uh, every day in the morning or the night, looking in the mirror and communicating to myself verbally so I can see it and, and actually believe what I'm say- that I'm saying to myself. And it's something I think you should encourage it, everyone out there to want to try to do. So framework it around your career, your sport, or things you're trying to achieve in your life and manifest you would have heard of that before manifesting things is important visualization in your mind and memory but for me the big one is actually verbalizing that in situations that matter so don't be afraid to verbalize things out loud and then the more times that you say it the more you'll believe it the more you'll make it happen that's that's been proven time and time again out there in the world so there's something that um i think we've got to We've actually got to instill in young athletes as coaches and get them to actually believe in what they're telling themselves and what other people might be telling them because at the end of the day, we all have decisions and choices that we need to make that will help us be where we need to be and the more we keep telling ourselves these things that we want to achieve, the more it's in the back of our mind on every single choice that we're trying to make in our day-to-day lives and then the more choices we make that are positive to help influence these goals and dreams. All right, let's get into the second part today. But that's something I just wanted to touch on because I think it's really cool and I'm excited to explore it in even more detail. And I think other people should do it more as well. Uh, My training. So I'm in week 16 of an 18-week now training cycle where I've just been relentlessly training six days a week, pushing myself the hardest I would say I've ever trained outside of when I was fully entrenched in CrossFit And I'd say this is a lot more strenuous on an intensity scale, even though I'm not doing the metabolic demand of the um, cardiovascular-style training that CrossFit entails. So I'm doing a lot more uh, hypertrophy and athletic movements that I wouldn't have done when I was doing that style training. And I've been finding that it's it's really uh, challenging and I had to come up with some new ideas around how I can maximize my training week to get the most out of my sessions, which then has in turn led to me then developing some new programs going into early next year for some of my athletes and how I'm going to structure my training weeks. So the example will be that I have an athlete who's training four days a week and predominantly with with our micro cycle split, we will do a lower body, upper body, lower body, upper body day. One thing I'm now doing is looking at on the uh, lower body strength and power day, actually doing secondary upper body exercises and things that aren't contraindicating to the total uh, physical quality that I'm looking for, the strength and power of that lower body day. And also I don't want to create excess fatigue and metabolic stress to the muscle groups that I've stressed already from that session because athletes typically are running or you know playing their sport or doing something else outside of the, the weight room. Then on the upper body day, I'll do the inverse, I'll do the strength and power upper body focus stuff, finishing with some resilience slash whether it's hypotric work or um, injury prevention type exercises relating to lower body exercises. So I'm separating the two across the week and what I'm finding is that the intensity at which I hit the primary lifts for my strength and power work for that upper body and lower body has um, gone up significantly because I now know I'm not gonna be finishing with uh, high volume sets for hypertrophy or resilience based exercises. And then where I think this works really nicely will be when I scale back and do two and three day cycles of training programs for athletes when I'm looking for peaking phases and I really wanna maximize the strength and power development leading into a peak phase where I take the resilience hypertrophy work or uh, injury prevention type work at the end of a session, move that to another day, and have that day just f- purely focused on the strength and power for the either the lower or upper body, finishing with um, some extra resilience work for the inverse body parts of the what I'm trying w- of my training program. So it's a lower body strength and power day. It's an upper body resilience-based um, accessory day. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity here to then manipulate your training variables to get better outcomes and training adaptations across our training phases. Because what we do know is that a lot of training is actually micro-cycle driven. It's about what you're doing across the week and then how you maximize each session based on what adaptation you're looking for, especially when it comes to like team sport-based athletes who do field-based sessions as well as gym resistance, power speed-based sessions. So we get a lot of cross-training within the sessions, but how do we then maximize the physical adaptation specific to the outcome of the training phase? And I've found in my own experiments that if I separate the strength and power of the lower body and the resilience block hypertrophy work of the lower body to different days, I'm getting better outcomes. I'm looking forward to finishing the block. Um, 18 weeks is a long time. The hardest part is I'm meant to be hitting peak strength at the end of this and obviously feeling as as powerful as possible, but also at the same time, I'm in a calorie deficit. So I'm unsure how that's going to eventuate because it's the most extreme calorie deficit coming up for the last two weeks leading into the peaking phase here, which I'm in right now. But it's always fun to experiment and try new things. So maybe I'll adjust things around building calories up the day or two before I'm going to do the, the true uh, 1RM or 3RM testing that I'm going to do. But that's it for today. Hopefully you enjoy that little episode. Get out there and practice some verbalizations. Walk out into the room with the person next next to you, look them in the eye and just tell them right now who you are, what describes you in your career or what goal you're chasing right now and why you're going to achieve that. Verbalize it. Let them know and be proud of it. Peace out, team. I'll see you next time on the next episode. Let's get it.